This is episode 10, titled Sponsorship. This is uh, Robert Monty, and with me I have uh, Michael Shaggy Parker. I'm lagging a lot. He is lagging a lot. It's kind of cool. And uh, shut the hell up, let me introduce you this time, Mike <laughs> Grumpy DePaulo. I'm only grumpy some days. <laughs> I'm the grumpy one right now. Ah, you got internet. Internet, Ugh. So, this time around, we're changing the format up a little bit of the show, and uh, we're going to blast through some things here. So, uh, first up, we wanted to hit some high points or some quick items on what we've been doing last since last episode, what we got going on. So, Shaggy, you want to go first? Before I disconnect, yes. Um, okay, so, uh, speed run here. Uh, so, since the last episode, basically, uh, you attended... Uh, Rob's Mid-Atlantic Helicopter Championships, uh, did some sport ma- sportsman class there, uh, at 3C. That was a lot of fun. Uh, came Friday and did some practicing, and then Saturday for the main event, and, uh, I, I got some work to do, uh, I'm always gonna have work to do on that model, but, you know, it's, it's getting better. I definitely felt more, a lot more comfortable with it, and, uh, it's getting more precise, and I, I, you know, I like it. It's a lot, a lot of fun. The weather was hot, but it was, uh, consistent. It was nice. It was a good, it was a good day. At that same day, I also, uh, we all saw some, uh, spectacular crashes, uh, big, uh, 35%, uh, plane went in the ground, as well as a F-16 jet, which was, eh, we all saw it coming. Uh, at the end of that day, uh, the pilot let me fly his jet, which is, uh, a lot of fun, first time flying a jet, so, they didn't do anything crazy, uh, didn't want to smash it, so, I took it easy. And had a lot of fun with that. Because <laughs> I don't have uh, like three grand to, to give him, so eh, I'm going to take it easy. But it was fun. I like to get that thing. That dolphin is awesome. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. You have, there, was, there was another guy that was there for the, for the weekend. His name was Sandy. He had some big, uh, he had some big scale helis uh, there. Uh, he had a Chinook style helicopter, a big turbine, some big electrics, all scale. They were nice. Uh, it was cool seeing those things fly, and they sounded very realistic. It was it was, it was nice. Yeah, Sandy Jaffe's uh, scale fleet is pretty cool, and he uh, he really does. He's got some dang stuff. Yeah, he packs it in there well. All of a sudden, out of that out of that van, he pulls out a bunch of scale helis. <laughs> That's pretty much it for that week. Uh, basically, since then, I've been trying to get ready for for uh, the jamboree, uh, Urcha, oh Nats, and then Urcha. Trying to get the camper all ready, get some models finished, and um, yeah, just try to get a few other things done. Oh, can't forget HOD. Uh, we all went to HOD this past couple events ago or weeks ago. Uh, basically went to HOD a little while ago, and um, yeah, had had a lot of, had a lot of fun there. It was extremely hot, but uh, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun there. Met a lot of people there. Saw some good flying. Uh, some also good crashes too. Uh, also, epic crash done by Mr. Kyle Stacy. That was uh, pretty awesome there. 
Yeah, I did. I did quite a bit of flying there. I uh, um, test flew my uh, T-Rex 600 Nitro, or well, 600 size blades, uh, night blades that I made for my T-Rex 600 Nitro, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Homemade blades and homemade night blades, uh, and they uh, they worked out really well. Plowed the fireball in the ground twice. Still was a pickup. Just picked it up, put it down on the ground, and flew it again. And that was about it. That's about it for that for uh, for my week. Uh, you guys pitch in now. That's cool. Apollo uh, got anything? Hmm. Microglow. I guess that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that went out to Fab today. When I can hold it in my hand, then it exists. It went to Fab. <laughs> cool. Uh, I guess that's my turn then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, since the last recording, uh, I held the Mid-Atlantic Kelly Championships at uh, my home field uh, doing the competition. Uh, we had some sportsmen, uh, head sportsmen, and then uh, some expert class guys and an F3N pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, then uh, I know myself, I went down to North Carolina and attended the uh, Dragonfly Funfly. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, and then after that, went to Helly's Over Delaware. Again, tons of fun. Great video came out of that event. Uh, H2D was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, past that, I have been practicing, practicing, practicing the AMA expert class maneuvers. So practice, tune, practice, tune, practice, tune. Usually about every day I get out. Uh, on the weekends, I do seven to eight flights of, of practice. So... Yeah, I've been getting a lot of flights on the model. So, anyone got anything else in this part, or we move it along to news? I think news. 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 You know, the big announcement that's really happened since the last recording has been the uh, Mikado Glogo 690, the uh, Nitro logo. <laughs> Max Nitro. Yep. Pretty cool. Uh, you know... If you go searching around, you should find some video from Kyle Dahl. He did he did two teaser videos, and uh, pretty cool pretty cool uh, way he teased the release and the actual uh, had it show up and everything. That was pretty cool. So, a uh, bunch of videos have been popping out about it, and people have been talking. I know the Heli Freak uh, forum and the Mikado sections had a Heli Freak's been lit up over the model. So good stuff. Um, Good stuff. Looking forward to hearing more, especially with Urch coming up. So, should be plenty of details coming out soon. Um, yep. And then another news item is uh, uh, DePaulo's glow. What do you call that thing? You glow? Micro glow. Micro glow. Yeah, micro glow. I don't know. It's like that's like that's the temporary name. I don't know what we're gonna call it eventually. It's a tiny glow thing that does lots of cool stuff. I gave you a name a while ago. I can't remember what it was, but it was abbreviation for something. I abbreviated something that sounded pretty awesome, but you, Brad, forgot what it was. Dang it. Hey, DePaulo. Yeah. I think you should give it a name that has something to do with adult activities. I mean, yes. you push its button and it gets everything warm and hot and ready. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're going to get in so. such trouble for this, but yes. <laughs> uh, an adult-themed name. I like the double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, heck, you got the Glogo. I think we could try harder on a name. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just a placeholder while I was busy questioning my life decisions as I was sitting here laying out a four-layer board. 
<laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Michael Shaggy Parker here. Uh, before we start off with this episode, I just want to give you guys a quick notice that in this recording, uh, I will not be in it as much. I had some terrible internet problems, so it's mostly Mike and Rob in this episode. I am in it, but nowhere near as much as I kept on disconnecting. With that said, uh, please enjoy. Well, hey, it moves along into uh, main topic, but uh, I'll say this last thing. Uh, if you guys want to see us add or remove some things in the uh, introduction of the show, give us a shout in the email, and uh, at the end of the episode, I'll, we'll uh, give our email address as usual. But um, moving along to the main topic, sponsorship. You know, uh, we were thinking about topics to talk about. We got a whole list of them of, of things we like to talk about. And, uh, you know, with Urcha coming up and our plan to get this episode out before Urcha begins, we figure what better time than ever to get something out there about sponsorship. Um, lots of people, I mean, in, in the, in the time since I've gotten sponsored, I know I've, I've given out plenty of advice about sponsorship. Um, I know I've asked advice from plenty of others, uh, including DePaulo and Shaggy about things so you know what better time than than now to uh, talk about it so you know i got some uh, high level items here to hit on it and uh you know the first thing i wanted to hit on sponsorship is is it for you <laughs> uh, two-way street <laughs> what's that to follow yeah, it's a two-way street it is a two-way street um so some first things I would say to think about are some motivations. Why do you want to be sponsored? You know, there's there's internal there's internal motivations, intrinsic, and there's external motivations, uh, extrinsic. Internal things are items like you enjoy helping people, and extrinsic could be I like the discount. <laughs> um, you know, under internal motivations, you know, I put down like enjoy helping people uh, at the field during events, forums. Social media, you know, your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Um, extrinsic, you enjoy the discounts. You, you like the discounts. Hope uh, from other team members to learn more. Uh, maybe, you, you know, you're very knowledgeable, but uh, an inside track on, on the equipment would help you go even further. Uh, early access to new product. You know, you really enjoy adopting new product and you get earlier access to it. Uh, potential to give input on new designs. Um, you know, if you're a knowledgeable pilot and uh, you got you got you got a brain about you, perhaps you have the potential to give input. And uh, last, uh, external motivation, uh, recognition from your peers. Uh, you know, sometimes you can feel really darn good. You know, wearing a sponsor shirt and having people, random people, walk up to you and ask you questions. One eight hundred Heli Help Desk. How may I help you? <laughs> You know, I add in here that, uh, you know, the one thing is uh, don't hate the player or hate the game. Uh, a lot of, you know, manufacturers or dealers, um, distributors, uh, they have their motivations too. And what they're trying, what they're trying to, uh, you know, what they're trying to do, uh, whether it be marketing, uh, you know, they're trying to market the product, get more of it out there. Uh, they are trying to get helpful people around there that are recognized and people will go, Hey, that guy knows a lot about product X. I want to go ask him. 
or they just need to make noise and sometimes they stick you know they find certain ways and they'll 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 push that button and make as much noise as they can so that they can get people you know standing in their booth wanting to buy product so a lot of times if you you know I'd say on that one just real quick if uh you kind of wonder what's going on, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. You know, they might be playing a game and you don't quite understand it. But, uh, hey, you know, we're just a bunch of pilots trying to have fun and with their, or their toys. <laughs> Next up is expectations. What are you trying to get? Different sponsorships will have different expectations of you. But a lot of times they're fairly much the same. So one of them is attending events. You know, you go out to fun flies, you're noticed. Uh, an expectation of you as a pilot is your model's in good flying shape. You know, if uh Don't be the guy who goes out there with a bunch of rattling, makes all sorts of horrible noises, jiggles everywhere, wires coming off, rusty bolt bullshit. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're sponsored by an airframe manufacturer, don't be that guy. Uh, rusty frames, wobbling models, crazy noises. The tail should not be going wow unless you're flying a goblin, which is supposed to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> and to be honest the goblin howl has more to do with the sound down the boom exactly <laughs> it's not a tail whine if your tail's making horrible buzzing noises you should probably go fix yeah, that yeah but if you're if you got a you know if you got a fly controller sponsor you know I wouldn't expect your model to have wags during hard maneuvers you know what's gonna happen you're gonna go fly that and everyone's gonna be like wow what fly is he flying Oh, it's an eel, or oh, it's an icon. Insert brand X. Look at how crappy that flies. Yeah. And then everyone on the rumor mill runs with it and copy pastas that over all over Facebook. And then we get to see a flame war. So you got your uh, your lawn chairs and your popcorn. <laughs> that's where it eventually ends in a big old thread knot. Yeah, that's where Michael Jackson comes out with popcorn in the chair. Bam! Get your meme wars going. Um, professional appearance and attitude. You know, appearance is still about the model or maybe yourself, but attitude, that one's actually a pretty hard one sometimes. But yeah, you want to have a positive attitude. You want to you want to be able to open to talk to people. Um, and it kind of goes to the next one. You know, an expectation part of being sponsored is you are volunteering your time. You know, for a lot of the sponsorships – uh, they don't pay. You're not. You're not. You're not a paid representative who's out there being paid a paycheck in order to, you know, demonstrate product X like you would for work. You know, the job you make money to feed your family, yourself, or buy hobby parts or buy heli parts. <laughs> so when you're out there, you know, you're basically volunteering your time. You know, if you're wearing the you're wearing jerseys or shirts or you're representing the product is, you know, having a great attitude and, and you know, talking to people of all walks and helping them out. Um, any other expectations you want to add, guys? Mm, I think you're probably good. Next up is the varied levels of sponsorship. So different manufacturers have different levels. Uh, typically, you'll see like team and factory. Usually, uh, you know, team is more of an entry-level position. Factory means you have a few more responsibilities. That's typically what that means. Um, some companies throw around the terms, and they really have no value. Uh, some don't tell you about it, but they have these varied levels, and you really can't tell one person from the next. But it's something like if uh, you're externally motivated about discounts or perhaps the amount of input you have a new designs you may find yourself at various levels don't be that guy (laughs) 
What is in it for the discount? Yeah, pretty much. I consider that okay if you actually gave back to what you were doing. It seems kind of like a kind of a lame purpose, but I could see people doing it. Um, I mean, we've seen people do it. And I'll go back to don't hate the player, hate the game. If the sponsor truly wanted to, um, if the tr- if the sponsor truly cared about it, they'd screen for that. Yeah. And if they're not screening for it, then it comes back down to what is it they're trying to. What are you trying to get? Accomplish. Yeah. What's the manufacturer, dealer, distributor? What are they trying to accomplish? Sometimes they just need noise. So they go, you know what? I'll give a discount to some guys. So we're going to put some product out there to get seen. Or maybe just by giving a discount to those select few people, I'll make some loyal followers and they'll pay for more product. It goes back to <laughs> don't hate the person. Hate the game. If, if the sponsor is just giving out discounts to random people who don't seem to make much sense, then I wouldn't question the person. What's the manufacturer up to? Maybe they, they're looking for something. That's all right. Maybe they need that. And I, I, I can only be but so judgmental if what they need is exposure. So they give some you know, select guys sponsorship. Or, yeah, it's marketing. <laughs> it's marketing, all right. Yeah, so before you go signing up or saying yes to anything, do your research on your own too as well. Yeah, yeah. It was something, you know, the next point is research the sponsorship. Uh, you know, interview some guys who are reps already. You know, what do they think of the team? What what benefits do they see of it? You know, what what expectations do they uh, do they understand that they have of things they need to do? The other is review contracts. So if you're approached, um, you know, review the contract, see what they expect. Ask guys of some points that they think they can share in the contract. You know, many contracts have some of the points we talked about, things like keeping models in good shape, um, you know, being respectful to others, um, Flying, you know, being respectful of others, not having a model that's, you know, rusted out, um, you know, being a professional. And a lot of contracts have those kind of things in them. Um, yeah, definitely research it, though. See see what's going on because, you know, um, some other points I have in here is, you know, sometimes you in your research you may find that a company may be in a poor financial situation. In, <laughs> yeah, we've been there. Um, yeah, I I I experienced as I was I was part of the team as miniature aircraft closer doors of the United States. Um, I didn't really realize that they were in a poor financial state, but in hindsight, all the signs were there. So sometimes you got to look around. Like when they when they do certain things, is back to their motivation. Do some research. Maybe ask the team manager. You know, what are your guys? What's what's your guys' goals for this year? What are you trying to do? You know, sell more models is. Some more models or sell more of something is usually it, but how are they going to go about attaining it? Uh, one of the things to uh, think about is whether or not you want to request a sponsorship or you accept an offer of sponsorship. Um, you know, some guys out there are so great that you're going to have sponsors knocking down their door. Others may be known, but, you know, sponsors aren't necessarily asking them. So at some point you have to decide for yourself whether or not you want to actually – you know, talk to the team manager and say, "Hey, I would, I would, uh, I would like to be sponsored by you know your brand." You know, think about you know, so think about whether or not you want to your request or 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 accept, um, or do not request and do not accept. 
Um, realize there is a uh, there is a cost to sponsorship. It costs in time and money. Uh, you know, many many of the other podcasts have covered it when it comes to the, to the money. I don't think a lot have covered the time thing. Um, there's 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 days of the field uh, at an event. I know that I'm not going to fly much, uh, and and my time will be spent doing uh, sponsor type required activities. But being my expectations are set well, I'm not unhappy about it. I know that's what it is, so and I'm I'm happy to help. So you know, you gotta you gotta understand that it's gonna be time and money. There's gonna be times you may not be able to fly. You gotta go do something like work in a booth. Yeah. Or yep. that comes up. Um Yeah. You gotta go work in a booth or you need to go fly. Maybe you have a new you know, a new model and you need to go fly it. Um, show it off and but you're nervous as all could be about flying in front of others. <laughs> Um, so there, uh, the money thing is, you know, there's expectations. You're going to go to events, going to events cost money. Um, and that you're going to support the product, which means, you know, you you buy the product. Uh, the other thing to think is, does a sponsorship fit? Does, does the, what they, what they're doing, does it fit with you? Do you agree with what they're doing? Do you, do you like their product? Do you like them? Do you like the company? Do you agree with what it is they're trying to attain? Um, sometimes you find you like the product, but maybe you don't get along with, uh, you know, maybe maybe what the company's trying to attain at the moment isn't what you are necessarily interested in. So, does a sponsorship fit? Um, sometimes a company, what they're trying to attain and what you're trying to attain is two different things. And you have to, you know, professionally decide, we're going different directions. I, uh, you know, I wish you all the best and I think you're doing great, but got to move. Um, what else do you think? So, so other things is, uh, you know, another cost is vacation time. You may find you're taking more vacation time. No, that comes up. Uh, in order to go to events. Yep. Uh, sponsorship may feel like work. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping internal communication private. You know, as a, as a sponsored person, you may find you're privy to things that are private. And Guess what? There's expectations you keep that private. Yeah, you were trusted with that information, and you divulging it could hurt the company financially. Yep. Yeah, and and you know what? You don't want to hurt your sponsors that way. If you do, uh, well, let's go back to that professionalism thing. Maybe it's time you move along politely and, and go about your day. <laughs> Last year is: Do you have skills to offer? Do you you know? Do you you make videos like crazy for YouTube? Are you all over Instagram and Facebook? Some guys are sponsored um, just because they're social media kingpins. Yep. And that matters that, that, you know, as far as marketing goes, that helps. That matters. See exhibit um, YouTube. <laughs> Sponsored content. Yeah. You may, know, you, you may have skills that are, that, that are benefit to the, to the company and that can be a great thing to help them. So, and that really runs me to the summary. Um, sponsorship costs time and money. Do you have the time? Do you have the money? Being professional in the field matters. You know, if you want to act a fool and throw your model across the uh, throw your model across the field because you're upset with it, uh, perhaps sponsorship ain't for you. <laughs> yeah, having skills that <laughs> having skills that make you an asset to the company that matters. Uh, it's kind of like your own employment. Do you got something they want? If they do, if they, you got something they want, hey, things are gonna be really awesome. If you're just the same as everyone else. Well, you know, do you stand out in your region? Is there something about you that makes you special or worth or worth a value? Kind of like a job offer. Why do I want to hire you? Yep. Why do I want to sponsor you? What do I get? Uh, 
hey, what do I get? What what do I get as a company? Why am I sponsoring you? And last, not being sponsored is simpler overall. I mean, <laughs> Robert knows I only really keep two sponsors. MKS, because Tony set me up with them, and I felt like it'd be a you know, professional currency to hang out with Thomas. And I like the servos. They're good. And uh, Synergy, for various reasons, you know, getting to work on things, getting to test things. I'm not really much of someone who enjoys doing demo stuff, but I enjoy designing engineering. I've gotten a couple notes before, like, why were you buying this? Like, <laughs> experimenting? I want to see if it would work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know for myself, um, uh, the Synergy team, great place to, it's a great, it's a really great place to learn. It's a great community of pilots. So it's nice to be able to have, you know, private conversations to learn things that matter internally about models. Uh, and also I've, I really enjoy helping people. Uh, I do it in my, in my line of work and I like to do it personally. I, I enjoy doing that. So, you know, representing Urcha, you know, uh, getting to talk with the Urcha guys, you know, like we did an interview with them and, and talking about what Urcha's got going on or and being on the field and during the jamboree and, and running around helping people and talking with people. That's just good fun. I enjoy that. But a lot of times I realize, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating my time into the hobby. So, that you know, I dedicate my time and I get a little bit of, you know, extrinsic motivation from it, you know, getting help from other members of the team or early access to things or giving input or recognition. So, I enjoy enjoy like hell helping people. <laughs> Anyone want to add anything? Um, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of it. So, like basically, just don't just jump on every sponsorship just because. Yeah, like I've been offered some, I've turned them down just because I've thought to myself, I rarely buy these things, you know. And uh, I mean, I enjoy designing things and work on engineering projects. And a lot of the companies are like, nah, we don't. Everything stays internal to them or whatnot. Or they don't really like any outside interference. Yeah. Sounds like yeah, right, it's... I'll buy your whatever and then I'm on my way. Yeah, it's a uh, Mike. You bring up a good point: is understanding your motivations for why you want to be involved, and then doing the research. Um, are they? You know, is that motivation going to be well served by working with them or they don't care? That's not their motivation. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. You don't have a fit. And then, you know, do they listen? Because sometimes, uh, there's a lot of egos in this hobby. And sometimes, despite your background or knowledge or correctness, you just get ignored. I've seen that a lot. And those companies usually don't stick around very long or things come out after a while. Yeah. Um, some cultures are different than others. And, Okay, well, that runs us into uh, closeout topics. Uh, upcoming events we are attending. I know myself, I am signed up for the AMA Heli Nationals uh, starting on Monday, July 30th. <laughs> so I know most of us will be traveling out on Saturday, July 28th to uh, Muncie, Indiana. Um, so yeah, AMA Heli Nationals, Monday, July 30th. Uh, if you come out to Muncie early, we're over on site five. Come over, say hi, uh, watch the most boring thing you'll ever see. And then ask a lot of questions. Hardcore hovering. Um, so hardcore. Yeah. I was just talking to a friend tonight right before the podcast. And again, the motivations, why do I, why do I go torture myself with competition? 
because it is it is one way to drive that you need to learn and that I love. I love, you know, this last weekend I learned some more things and that's, you know, why I compete. Uh, after the AMA Heli Nationals, well, Heli Nationals ends on uh, late Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning. The Urcha Jamboree officially kicks off. Woo! So, yeah. <laughs> Urcha Jamboree officially kicks off and, uh, yep, uh, I'll be at Urcha. I'll be at Urcha running around doing something. Uh, many changes this year. Check out their Facebook um, yeah, so Ursha Jamboree will be out there running around doing things. Many changes this year. They're talking about a beer garden. So there's going to be a beer garden. Yeah, that at Ursha. Yeah, there's going to be a beer garden. They're talking about um, raffling throughout the demos, doing raffles throughout the demos. Um, what else was there? Yep, light towers. Light towers will be there. Oh, yeah, oh. boy. <laughs> light towers will be there and uh what other big change did i did i hear uh um you know some things that some folks are disappointed about fireworks no fireworks this year yeah um losing the and, fireworks uh, might suck but the amount of money spent on those it'll not get spent on other things yeah um you know, definitely, if you guys didn't listen to the Urch uh, interview we did, I know it's uh, two episodes, it's silly long, but the organization's run by five people, and um, it's run by five people, and they are doing one hell of a job, and uh, you know what? I, I'm i I'm of the opinion that if you, uh, change is, change is inevitable, and you gotta roll with it. If it's a good thing, then it stays. You know, light towers, good thing, good change. Yeah, people loved it. Um, Keep them. People loved it. Keep them. Um, you know, perhaps other changes will prove to be very positive because I know, like, a lot of people question, hey, why are they going to do raffles during, you know, people's power hours? Well, a lot of the vendors would like a little more traffic during their power hour. Can't blame them. kind of dead last year, let's be honest. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't usually go running over for power hours. Uh, I know you, know, Mike, Mike, and I. We we usually go up when it's our turn to help in a power hour, which our sponsors are involved in. Otherwise, I'm there to fly and hang out with friends I see once a year. Yeah, so I can't blame them for. Uh, I think it'd actually be interesting. I know some friends last year won some things during various power hours and trip to Vegas. Oh uh, yeah, a spot and the flight academy. You know, uh, both align things. Uh, our friend Casey won. That was pretty cool. That's so, pretty funny. and then he goes there and he wins more stuff at the event. <laughs> that was a solid event. But yeah, Urcha Jamboree, you know what? The other thing is, a fun fly is what you make it. And if you're going to go there with a bad attitude, well, then I guess the event's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Come there with a positive attitude, ready to hang out with friends and make good make good times happen. Hell yeah, let's do it. Uh, I know that after that, in the month of August, uh, we're attending our buddy's wedding. So if you're in the uh, you're in or around Virginia, check it out on Flight RC Flight Deck, the Loctite for Life. Someone's getting married at a fun fly, and Loctite's going to be all up in there. <laughs> They're bringing a tractor trailer. If you like Loctite, you should show up. Also, Rick's cool. Congratulations. And yeah, that's pretty much it for heli events in the month of August. But um, yep, check us out at Heli Nationals today early. Hey man, Urcha, it's going to be a blast. We're going to have some fun. Come out and have fun. And, uh, well, if you're going to be in the Virginia area, let's go to a wedding. We're going to have a fun fly. Thank you to all listeners. If you have feedback, hit us at 
some email address that I can't remember because not enough people email us. Please send your properly addressed bricks to the correct window. <laughs> Please send your emails to telerotor at gmail.com. T-E-L-L-A-R-O-T-O-R. Um, or hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up a messenger. I am, as others could attest to, I am happy to receive constructive feedback. If you have non-constructive feedback, I don't have to be happy to receive it, but uh, I'll look at it. <laughs> so thank you to all the listeners, and I uh, hope you see you around soon. See you later. Thank you for everyone for listening. Sorry that I wasn't in it. Frickin' hamster died on the internet generator. From all of us at Telerotor RC Podcast, thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you on the field. You can find us online on Facebook.com at Telerotor RC Podcast or on Podbeam.